Tim, another week. Hey, hey. I know, another week. They haven't canceled us day, yet. Another sleigh. <laughs> another I mean, sleigh. <laughs> not only did they not cancel us, the, the sweeties are listening They're to us. They're checking us out. It's so sweet. I, they I, are loving it, commenting, uh, and I... You know, one thing I do want to ask is yeah. that you guys um, rate us on Apple Music Podcast, and if you can do that on Spotify, yeah, do that as give, well. Yeah, you can give star ratings on Spotify too. Yeah, please do. Yeah, do that because I, you guys are listening and telling me that you're listening, and I, <laughs> I, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how much uh, you know this, but I love you so much for doing so. Yeah. Uh, it's beyond. <laughs> I thought it would just be me and you and me begging my boyfriend to listen, but it's like, oh my gosh, people are checking it out. Listen, I thought that I was just going to be sitting here by myself listening 25 to 30 times a week, <laughs> but you know, I only have to listen the one time. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim, let me ask you, how's the new space? I know you, uh, you recently moved. How's yes, it going? I moved and I will say this. I was uh, at first a little apprehensive, a little mm. scared, um, but I'm okay with it now. It is, it's not exactly what I thought it was going to be, but it is, um, it is livable and very nice. So I, I'm enjoying where I am right now. Oh, that's good. Yes. I mean, here there's a Papa John's near you that doesn't believe in no cheese. Listen, so... <laughs> I just want to let pizza places know any of them and any of them all of them <laughs> if you reside in a space that uh has the power to put on cheese you also have the power to not put on the you cheese don't have to have it. you can leave it off you don't have to do that um and if someone asks for no cheese you don't have to just assume that they made a mistake right <laughs> so <laughs> i say so all that to say <laughs> Um, read your instructions. Yeah, sure. And and follow them. Yeah, because uh, reading is fundamental. Mm. XOXO. Words have meaning. Cub and chub. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, we have an action-packed episode for we today. We do. Um, we're doing a little bit of trickery, everybody. Although this is the beginning of the episode, we actually have already recorded. Uh, the part with our brother Kevin. This is very true. Uh, yeah, the magic is now revealed. That's right. All, <laughs> all the production. Uh <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're gonna talk uh, a little bit about drag in general, our love for drag, um, what brought us to drag, and then talk a little bit about the first episode of season fifteen of RuPaul's Drag Race because it was a th it was a situation. Let me tell you, a two hour premiere, which I didn't know before I hit record. I was like. Oh, this is two hours. <laughs> yes. And I felt I felt every bit after the hour and 30. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was getting us there. Um, but yeah, so we're going to we're going to pull Kevin here in just a minute and talk with him a little bit about the about drag and um, and how he got us to drag, uh, which is we love Kevin. He's so much. fun. Uh, I adore him. He's the best oh. amongst us. So, um, Tim, you want to kick it off? Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Bear, and this is Cub and Chub. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. And Hi. if you're watching the video podcast, you might see a new face here. Everybody, Ooh. this is our fraternity brother, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I'm uh. so glad to have you. Kevin. So uh, happy to be here. Yes, yes. Kevin <laughs> is uh, a favorite amongst our fraternity brothers. Uh, we love Kevin very much. Uh, has been a fatherly and motherly figure to a lot of us over the years. Bless, listen, it's Kevin the mother over here. It's <laughs> truly that. We love him. We love him. We stand him. We guys. sure do. And <laughs> one of the many reasons we love Kevin is that along with uh, being a great leader uh, and a great advocate for music is that he also has a love for Drag Race. Ooh, yes, you do. That's right. <laughs> and so 
we thought as the new season premiered, we'd bring Kevin on to talk a little bit about uh, his love for Drag Race and also talk a little bit about the new season in the first episode. Um, so, Kevin, I'm going to I'm going to pick on you a little bit first. So if you sure. would tell us a little bit about like your first experience with drag and what that was like for you and uh, growing up where you were and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, uh, just kind of like you guys, my first experience with drag, uh, it was kind of passed down from a older fraternity brother um, who who kind of got me interested in it. And uh, when I was in college about mm-hmm. uh, years ago, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> 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 we, we we used to uh, we used to travel uh, quite a ways to actually go see drag um, mm-hmm. because for us uh, in kind of rural Southwest Virginia, uh, Ooh, our nearest drag show right really our nearest drag show was probably about 30, 45 minutes away, so we would travel. Um, and that show, that drag show was only on Sunday nights. So yep. you know, oh, no. if I had to go to class, if we had to go to work, any of that stuff the next morning, it was, it was a little bit of a rough morning, but we, we got our lives, uh, the night before at the, you know, at the local drag show. And, um, and I'm just, I'm so appreciative of what that brother did for me, uh, in exposing me to that. Cause, uh, I don't know. It was just uh, is really impactful for me to see kind of that art form and to see uh, the different styles of drag and uh, and that in essence led me to drag race. So, was this at the the notorious the famous uh, park in Roanoke? Uh, it was. Yeah, it, it was. was really. And, and so they would have they would have drag shows have like a couple of drag shows. So they have like a drag show at like nine and yep. then one closer to like midnight. And then wow. the bar would go like after like one or two. And I didn't and even so, know the park was open in the seventies. That's crazy. Oh, oh no. Gotcha. <laughs> no. Oh, I mean, I just see the beautiful golden girls on your cup. Oh, no, so. okay. Yes, yes, okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tim 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 has some ageism issues on this show. No, I, think, I really a, don't. This is it's only a, our third episode okay, just, and this is the you know third. What? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if you want to get into it, uh-huh. Uh if you've seen my bed sheets, they've been graced by a few older people. Oh. Um, so Whoa. oh okay. I, right. I am I am I'm I'm mad at great. I'm not mad at it. I'm great with the the 70s, 80s, wow, maybe even 60s children <laughs> of life. Okay, well, uh, we need love too, honey. We, <laughs> we need love too. And I'm willing and able. <laughs> well, Tim, what about you? When when was your first experience with drag or drag culture? Um, I will say it was on Logo. Um. I snuck and was watching Logo uh, online uh, back in the back of the back of the day. Um, And I saw that, I think it was Raja's season. Season three. Yeah, season three. three. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and she came out. And I was like, ain't that that girl that's on Top Model? Uh, (laughs) I was like, that's the girl on Top Model. Yeah. I was like, wow. She's the drag queen. Okay. Um, and so I looked at, I, I was watching it and I was just enamored by the beauty of these people who, you know, at the time I feel like drag was on, on the show. I feel like drag was more female impersonator uh, heavy. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was just amazing to see these uh masculine figures um portray feminine so it it was as somebody who kind of doesn't label themselves as masculine or feminine and i kind of just feel the day as it goes it was nice to see that um portrayed on tv 
So, yeah, I for me, so I my first introduction with Drag Race itself was with Kevin when I was at Radford. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. but I did have an experience with uh, a drag show prior to that. So, um, in like 2003, 2004, um, my ex boyfriend slash good friend David G, DG, shout out to DG, mm-hmm. um. He brought me to the Rainbow Cactus in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was drag night and I'd never been to a drag show. So I went with him there and, you know, usually at a gay club drag show, like it starts with like, there's usually DJ, there's dancing as like the girls are getting ready. So it's kind of like club night too, and we're having some drinks and then it's time to perform. And this night, I can't remember the name of the drag queen. I feel so bad. But the show started with these two big guys bringing out a Mattel life-size box to the stage turned around. And so some song started, I can't remember what it was, it's probably a Britney Spears song, but the song starts and the guys come back out and turn the box around and you see the drag queen behind the plastic and the Mattel like Barbie box. Not manual labor. Got them out there and then she broke out and like started dancing. I was, I was enthralled. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Absolutely. Like, because there's this, there's this kind of like punk FU aesthetic to like, you know, taking back the femininity and the quote unquote sissy boy aspect of like what we get ridiculed for. Like I'm still coming out. I'm still dealing with like, I don't want people to know, like, can they hear my syllable S and to see these performers get on stage and be like, not only am I going to lean into that, I'm going to be, bigger and bolder and beautiful mm-hmm. and i can also drop kick your ass if you say something to me there's like that kind of like and probably did yeah and, and probably did and probably and are going to top those people who hate it. <laughs> that that kind of fuck you punk like mentality of like drag is what really was like oh this is this is it and then yeah. and then and then the the kind of beauty and some of like the fashion aspect and um you know, going even from comedy to a fashion queen, that kind of stuff like came later for me and appreciating the different types of drag. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that initial like middle finger of that that person breaking out and like elbowing somebody who's being too touchy, I'm like, yes, I want that. Well, yeah. and, and I really, I really love the fact that that like I could see. You know, I'm I'm certainly a, a man of a of a certain size. It was nice for me to see like a drag queen, a big girl, you know, getting up there, owning, you know, owning that stage, owning that whole entire bar, yeah. and like so many people like just just supporting that and just living for that. Like just I I, I love that. That was one of the first things that like drew me to to drag was like that that power that that drag queens can have on that stage. Yeah. So electric and and uh and and you can see, you know, you can kind of see yourself a little bit in uh, you know, in these facets of 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 these drag queens. So yeah. it was really and you truly can. Like like you said, as 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 a big girl myself, I love <laughs> I love my thicky thicky self. Um, I really appreciate that when <laughs> when these people are out um, or when drag queens are out in the public and they're just uh, big dudes just existing. It's a whole nother uh, other another yeah. feel. Um, yeah. And then when they get on stage, it's like electric and amazing, and and I, I I really appreciate that, and I love yeah. that about them. So, thank you, drag queens around the world. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Kevin. Kevin, who are some of your favorite queens out there, whether mainstream or not? Like, who are some of the girls you like to follow or listen to? <clears throat> well, um, that has. That has really changed over the over the yeah. years. I used to, you know, I, I I certainly would gravitate towards you know towards some of the big girls, but I, I you know just like you guys had said early on, drag was so much more about like the 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 female illusion. Mm-hmm. So there was padding, and it was like who could look the most like a woman, right. and um, and so 
I think I gravitated towards, you know, that in, in my limited scope at that time, I think I, I gravitated more towards, you know, those, those certain, certainly those more feminine and, um, you know, just, just kind of over the top, like big, big breasts, like, you know, big shapes yeah, kind of deals. Um, I think, uh, I think for me, um, you know, early on, uh, I was definitely, uh, definitely a fan of Eureka, um, O'Hara, yep. uh, because you day. knew her before she got on Drag Race, right? Well, and and I knew her. I, I kind of had had met her through um, through another through another friend who grew up uh, in real deep Southwest Virginia. But he uh, he went to school for a while um, at uh, where was it? It was Johnson City. Um, yeah. It was it was college over there in Johnson City, so I would go to like I would even go to visit him, and we would go to New Beginnings, and that's where um, that's where I I was able to meet um, Eureka as well. So and and anytime I will say anytime that we uh, that that um, my friend and I anytime that we would go to the bar in Roanoke, uh, and they would have queens from Tennessee, we we always we always kind of felt like we were going to get a real treat uh, from that, and um, and we were never really disappointed with those mm-hmm. things. So it was really nice to kind of go, um, kind of go and 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 just watch those watch those queens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a hometown feel. It's like these are this is my prize. It's kind of like how the yeah. world loves Dallas Cowboys or something. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah. well, and they. And they really like the the performance aspect of it seemed like it was just like a little uh, it seemed like it was it was just uh, at a at, at a bit of a higher level, higher, higher level. Yeah. Um, um, and and we, you know, we were always just really entertained. So. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Tim, what about you? What are some of your favorite queens out there right now? Oh, so. OK. Because I am not a super drag race uh, aficionado, I have the the bigger names in mind. People sure. like Monet Exchange, who's my babe. I love her. If she ever, if I ever meet her, you know, I'll be like, you know, hey girl, hey boy, top me. Which by the way, Monet is is a part of our fraternity. So. That's yes. right. Uh, brother she, Monet, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. brother Kevin, that brother part. Kevin. That's right. <laughs> that part. <laughs> uh, lovely. And then, um, of course, Bob the drag queen. Because why not? Uh, I love Raja. Um, and yeah, I just I really enjoy the older girls yeah. from Drag Race. Um. I find that BB Zahara Benet, I I just love her her package. <laughs> so yeah, she she really has like a she really has like a a, a kind of a I mean it it is it is royal it is yeah royal. it's regal like, it is walks into a room and and commands that like you you know. You you are looking at her. All eyes are on her, and I mm-hmm. I, I do love that that side of things. Yeah. So yeah. we kind of try to emulate that. Sometimes. We just miss seeing her in Austin, <laughs> Tim. Do you remember that? I think we were, yes. we were in Austin when she was like performing like the week after or something. We had just yeah, we had and just I was come like, to see her. Dang, I yeah. wish I could have seen it. <laughs> uh, well, and I I I will say I think that um, I I think that. That you know, in the earlier, certainly in the earlier, um, you know, seasons of Drag Race, I, I kind of felt like it was a little less produced. So mm-hmm. um, that allowed a, again, kind of more of an organic, you know, situation yeah. to like the to personalities really, really had to show. Um, yeah, right, right, and and I think that I think that you know, obviously those those queens paved, you know, those queens paved the way. And we started to see, uh, you know, different types of 
different types of queens kind of come through. So we it, it wasn't just about, you know, the um, the the queens who were who were just serving, you know, the the female illusion. It, it, it was about queens who were more um, into comedy queens that were, you know, ooky spooky. You know, shout out, to, shout out to Dragula. I think yep. that um, that whole side of things, um, you know, Drag Race obviously paved the way for that. And I, I love kind of um, kind of seeing that side of uh, that side of drag as well and yeah. would welcome, you know, and would love to see some of those uh, some of those, you know, queens from that type of that kind of drag, uh, you know, eventually get you know, get on a drag race. I think we've we've kind of had a little, a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Through, you know, we had a Jay Jolie situation for a second. <laughs> Jay, yeah. yeah. Kevin, for, for those who, who for those who might not know, what is Dragula? What is what? what Dragula. Is Dra Dragula. What is that? For those who might not know. Oh, Dragula is another drag competition, um, and it is hosted by the Boule Brothers. Um, We're about to go uh, on tour. I don't know if you saw that. They're yes. about to hit the hit the road uh, with their show. Uh, I started watching Dragula um, as a as a horror fan. I was um, immediately hooked. It 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 involved like the the horror side of things along with drag, and I was like, I gotta like yeah. I gotta see this. Mm -hmm. be awesome. Yep. Um, but they started, they kind of started like on YouTube and uh, eventually um, they are, you know, they moved themselves up to, I believe they're on Shudder right I now, think so, which yeah. is kind of like part of AMC. Uh, and the, you know, and the prize is a hundred thousand dollars now. And I, I, they just did, they just did, uh, they just finished Titans, which was kind of like an all-stars version. Yeah, I heard um, that, yeah. Um, of their of their series of shows, but but they you know they kind of come at drag from like uh, what is it uh, horror filth glamour um, and and it's just I don't know it's 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 really great I really I really encourage anybody who uh, who enjoys the art of drag uh, to to look at something like that because you'll see like a really different type of drag. Uh, there and uh, and it's just it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Well, let's get into this uh, this drag race, shall we? Let's do it. What did you think about the first episode? Was it good? Was it okay? So here here's what I thought. Like overarching um, uh, money produced like. The from the from so the clean. time that that promo came out and I like, I feel like that's one of the strongest promos, I I feel like I've seen in the in the series and mm -hmm. and I love that they kind of paid homage to you know to season one kind of taking it back, um, so I I really felt like um, I really felt like there was uh, I mean it's just super established there's there's you could tell that there's there's money behind it um so that that right off top kind of you know was kind of in my head but uh what i really appreciate i think overarching like from this season is i really feel like um i really feel like they they really went in 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 terms of the casting and mm -hmm. really like really found some great uh some great personalities and i think we're going to get uh, I feel like we're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of good uh, stories. We're going to get some drama for sure. Um, yeah. You know, the, 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 the last season of, of Drag Race, you know, uh, out to them. I love those girls. But it was a lot of, you know, it wasn't it. it in, as far as like the drama side of things, it wasn't too much of that stuff going on. I can already tell. Like <laughs> these these girls personalities <laughs> that are gonna clash. And I mean, like right out the gate, like yeah. they are they were really just like kind of giving it to each other. So I loved yeah. it. He was there for it. So I gotta say, I'm excited that on the first episode, I, I agree, Kevin, the production level is very noticeable. And I don't know if that was because of the move to MTV or All-Star mm -hmm. 7 did so well, so there was just more money to put into it. 
But, mm-hmm. um, you know, for those out there who aren't aware, season one is a uh, very notable season because for a long time you couldn't even stream it. Um, they didn't have a license yeah. for it. And it, it noticeably looks kind of rough because of the lighting. It's a joke within those people who watch. Okay. Um, and so if you go to look from like episode one of season one to what they did with this first season, it's night and day. There's just the production is yeah. there. They've got it down to a T. I'm more excited. I was really happy that there was a segment on this episode that addressed gatekeeping and not not head on, but we saw a lot of that when we were dealing with the drag queens that have been doing this for a while versus the the babies. And yeah. Yeah. some of the comments around what does it mean to be a drag queen? Um, it You can only be a drag queen if you do this. Oh, you've never been on a stage before. Yeah. And we're really getting into a generational gap where we're seeing um, an age an age difference and, a, and an approach to drag that is just different. We've got uh, Sasha, who is um, a very, very regarded, high regarded queen amongst queens, yeah. who is finally getting her shot on this show 15 seasons in. And then we've got baby queens who have never been to, who probably aren't even legally allowed to go to bars and can't perform. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and you have um, Mistress, who kind of comes out swinging with the twins talking about like, you guys aren't old enough. You guys haven't done this and that. And so therefore in her mind, they are drag queens. But by the end of the episode, she's starting to be like, I don't mind them as much, or they're kind of growing on me. Like within that episode, we address it, but we also talk about how, what drag is as a community and the differences and, and that gatekeeping aspect, because you have these people who have been breaking down walls for so long and, and feel like this is what it means to do drag versus TikTok queens who came up during COVID where they right. couldn't go out and perform and, but they feel yeah. like they're doing drag. And I think that's yeah. a, that's a fair argument. So I, I was kind of happy to see that like really come together on this episode. And like we do, we have a very diverse cast a very, uh, so many different types of drag represented here. Um, and so I'm excited to see like with 16 people and so many different ideas of what drag is, like, where's that going to go? That's kind of what I'm really looking forward to the most probably. Yeah, that that well, is it, actually what I liked about it as well as like I didn't realize or it, in my head it clicked. I was like, well, if these baby drag queens had only been doing drag for like two years, they would be in their rooms. They've been quarantined. They didn't yeah. have a choice to do to go out. So it really uh, it really separates a generation of drag, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's really cool. And I love that they were intentional about doing that. So, well, and did you notice too that, and I think it was Michelle that made the comment about, um, she made a comment to, I, I guess, just general comment about how there are queens that don't pad versus queens that, that do pad. Cause yeah. I, I, I feel like that's also, like, I, I hear, you know, I hear comments like that a whole lot, yep. um, you know, from I mean, from really established drag, you know, drag artists, you yeah. know, who are like, well, you know, that's not, you know, that's not real drag because they're not, you know, it's given boy body or something like that versus, you know, versus someone who is, you know, a little more, I, I don't know, like tolerant and, and, and understanding, you know, of that. So, uh I, I hope that we continue to have those kinds of um, discussions, you know, this this season to to really show people that, you know, that there are all kinds of different facets of uh, of drag and and what it what it's giving. Uh, so, yeah, I was kind of hoping because I, I think we mentioned this because we we were able to watch the episode together. Um, I, I heard that 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 comment from Michelle and I was like, this is a show that gave Evie Oddly the crown, somebody Correct. who is historically not padding, who is yeah. doing a type of drag that is not very typical. And, mm-hmm. and it was really kind of cool to see. And so, and what that's like three seasons ago, Evie got the crown. And it's like, yeah. you're kind of hoping that at some point we can get past the idea of what historically we think drag is to what it can be. And then still yeah. on season 15, it's like, yeah, the young Queens don't like to, don't like to pad and they really need to get over that. And it's like, wait, what? Like, that seems a little limiting 
in terms of 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 what this show ha- has even done in the past, which is I thought was kind of an interesting comment from Michelle. Yeah, well, I think and I'm that, gonna, oh, go ahead, Kevin. Sorry, I, I was I was just gonna say I'm gonna play kind of devil's advocate on that too sure. because I because I also feel like they they also on Drag Race it's historically known like they they always at some point and it's usually Michelle mm-hmm. at some point she's like I want to see something different I want to see you try that this part. I want to see you you know I want to see yeah. these and I and I like. I, I get that. I also get that side of things as well, because, you know, I also I also feel like if, you know, if this franchise is going to, you know, if it's going to give you, what, two hundred thousand dollars now, yeah. um, you know, they want to be able to know that, like, there's a range there and that there's at least an probably an openness to to trying something, mm. you know, to trying something different, to trying something, you know, new. And I think as a viewer, you know, especially if we kind of see a certain silhouette that we know is established by you, like we as viewers kind of can look at something different and go, oh, OK, well, that's cool. They can also do that. But, sure. you know, this is who you know, this is who they this is who they are. So I I, I kind of see that side of things, too. Sorry. Tim. Yeah. No, 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 no. For me, I um because this. This group seems, well, not the whole group, but a lot of them seem so fresh and very young. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see what they look like in body. And I'm sure they'd like to see what they look like in body. They may may want to change some things if they just try, you know, it, Mm -hmm. life is about, you know, experimentation and trying anyway. So I, I, I get the idea that, you know, you don't, you don't have any padding on. Maybe you want to try that. This is the space. This is the space to try. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. it is the, the Olympics of drag. So why not just go ahead and put yourself out there and do everything? You don't always have to, you know, you don't have to change it up completely and go all the way to the padded couch of, you know, Oz, but you do have to try, try and please the judge sometimes. So uh, even Evie oddly changed up her makeup. So, yeah. yeah. And she, yeah. you know, she's done, she's done some things that have enhanced her drag. And I, I think that especially the kids who um, haven't had as much experience in the outside world, could benefit from a little padding even the twins pad so (laughs) yeah yeah they do yeah they do i was about to say something that that i'd have to edit out yes they do pad (laughs) oh you know uh a lot of those little girls had little Little flim flams. Oh my gosh, uh, the, the couch cushion. They're like, they're like, no, right. it wasn't even a couch that's cushion. Right. It was like, it was like a pencil pouch that they had. Like, Not a pencil pouch. I was uh, like, what is this? Oh I was like, what are you putting on your thigh to make it go oh my God. nowhere? I was, but you know, I I I want to say this before we go too far deep into it. Myself, me, I don't know a daggone thing about drag. And I do not right. um do not take anything that I say for any literal purpose other than uh entertainment because yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, these babies are on drag race and I am sitting in my chair in um an undisclosed location. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is just for fun. And we yeah. love we love all these girls, um, the ones before and the ones to come. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we're 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 fans of the product and um are just having a good time talking about what we're seeing and what we love because we wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing this and talking about it this long if we didn't have a love and appreciation for it. So you know if we if we're joking or having a good time, we definitely don't mean any ill will towards the queens and who they are as people or anything. We're just yes. we love drag. No, you're all wonderful and you inspire me in so many ways. You have no idea. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
And we're back with Hello. our beloved brother, Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Yes. Oh. Kevin. So, Kevin, <laughs> I have a question. Um, yes. Who are some of your faves in this uh, 15th season? Well, uh, I, I believe I told y'all on Friday. Um, I really am kind of living for... Um, Mistress Isabel Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the fusion of the old school drag and like kind of some current, some uh, some current things. It takes me back to like just seeing the queens and the style of drag that that I'm used to. So mm-hmm. uh, she's she's definitely a standout for me. Um, I think uh, I I'm actually kind of shocked, but. Um, because I, I I wasn't sure that I really would would identify with this queen, but but Marsha Marsha Marsha, I you know yes! I like like the the I know that they were reading her for being you know basic, but but also like there's there's a point of view there. There's like a really specific um, you know reference. Obviously, if you you know if if you're aware of it, and um, and I I really thought that her um, I really thought that 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 her her part on the um, extravaganza show, the talent show, was uh, I thought it was I thought it was kind of brilliant. You know, it it did remind me of Willow Pill. Um, you know, last sure. last season, uh, it kind of had those those elements to it, but I think it I think it showed off exactly like who she is. You know, she talked about having that um, that degree in theater, and you could see that in her, you know, in her dance and and, and in her Very movements. Loud. Yeah. Um, but I, I I wasn't expecting, I guess, the the level of camp with her. Mm. So. I, I would say, you know, I would say those two. I I am I'm kind of sitting um, sitting in the background because I, you know, I I was I have have not been as familiar with Sasha Colby. I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Sure. I never went and actually like truly like got into that. Um, but I'm I'm kind of like looking, you know, looking in the background and. Um, you know, she, she obviously, she, she gets a, she gets a, a huge edit. She gets a huge, like she's, she's coming in. She's, she's well-known. Everybody is like, that's the one, you know, um, I kind of felt like she was, I kind of felt like she was, you know, kind of safe. She did, she did well, um, yeah. but I kinda felt like she was just kind of safe there um, in, in the middle. And I, I wonder what kind of edit they're going to give her because we have seen queens in the past that have you know kind of come in with with like this big you know this big following this big yeah. chip on its shoulder and that's not to say that they're not great at what they do mm-hmm. and uh, and and how they perform but sometimes that doesn't always align with like tv yeah, and it doesn't translate and, and, being, and being produced and she just kind of you know this will be the last thing but she just kind of to me <clears throat> she just kind of you know gave me first of all professionalism like she was going to come up in there and and be really professional she's not I, I feel like she's not going to be here for like the 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 hijinks and the and the craziness. She's she's here, you know, just like she kind of maybe approached Continental like she's, you know, she's in this competition, you know, to show what she what she's about and what she can do and um, you know, and I'm hoping that the <laughs> the producers are going to be, you know, kind to her uh, on that and um and allow her to really be shown in the light that she, you know, she deserves. So nice. Yeah. What about you there? Um, so I'll piggyback off of some of Kevin's comments. I, um, when I watched the intro video a couple of weeks ago, when they did the intro for everybody, uh, 
Marsha, 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 Marsha cubed M3, no copyright cub. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't want to call her. I, I, took a, <laughs> I took a liking to her because um, I like the joke. I, I, I think, I think it's funny. I'm a nineties kid that loved those Brady Bunch movies. And I watched the Brady Bunch yeah. growing up. And um, there's something just kind of funny about that as a drag aesthetic to me. Um, but also I kind of started uh, Instagram stalking Marsha and uh, they have a very uh, theater kid. So dancing, performing musicals, like mm-hmm. there's, there's some talent there that they've been kind of like developing for a very long time. So <laughs> when I saw that, what uh, her background was and then what the aesthetic was, it's like the aesthetic seems very pedestrian, very one note, very mm-hmm. like, you're not going to see it coming to me. And I was kind of like, that's intriguing. Um, on the flip side, I will say that character can be very one note-ish. So it's like, it was funny on this episode and, and, and the talent was really, really great. I thought that was, that was just a very funny bit, but the feedback on the makeup, I did notice that on some recent pictures after the season that her makeup is a little bit more, um, there than what we saw in this episode where it was just, you know, very basic, uh, makeup again, probably for the character, not necessarily trying to, to show off her drag in general. So I think she's taken some of those comments to heart since this episode was was uh, made, but I- I'm curious. I think there's a lot of talent there. So I'm kind of curious to see like, is she gonna come from behind and really show us something beyond this kind of like character? Cause I don't, I, I think it was Monet or maybe it was Bob on a recent episode of their, their podcast uh, where they said, Bob was like, you can't go on there and just do a character. Like yeah. you can, you can have fun yeah. with it and do skits with it, but you can't just be that character. You have to be kind of you and a, a more developed queen. And I think especially some of the younger Queens who are just kind of figuring out who they are and what their voices. And now they're on a national stage. Um, that's kind of the fun of that side of it. But Marsha was definitely like somebody from the beginning. I was like, I'm kind of curious about this one. Now mm-hmm. the girl that got me the most and Tim, I think you might agree with me. Robin fierce, Robin, <laughs> Robin was like on that interview. I was like, "This is this is fine," but I don't think there's anything special here. Like, I... And then she came out the gate. Her looks were amazing. Uh, Great song choice. Song choice. <laughs> a talent. Like her runway. Her runway wasn't terrible. I, I thought of all the runways, she had like a decent runway. But the talent, like she and she's just beautiful, yeah. just gorgeous. Yeah. I was like, Robin. I want more Robin. I was immediately so that was my like like complete 180 i was like i wasn't really paying attention yeah. to her and i was like oh nice okay i'm i'm here for that so marsha and robin but again like and we'll talk a little bit about it but lux um robin anitra who ultimately won yeah. the episode anitra tim let me hand it over to you before i start just naming all these queens tim, listen who are, who are, listen anitra 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 yeah. anitra anitra is everything to me yeah and i did not see her I wasn't seeing it for her at all. Um, yeah. I think she is a cute boy. I she think. is a her confessional. Yeah, her. She's a Ooh. cutie. And that's a cute. That's a cute. Listen, one. And if you if you duck walk, them knees, oh. honey, them knees. She's immediately she immediately got a t shirt and a saying on the first episode. Like, she said, <laughs> she said, I think I'm a stunt queen. Thanks. <laughs> That's I what think. they call it. Uh, I was like, oh, I love this queen. And Robin Fierce, of course. Um, I was even seeing it for the the tape that, that was showing through her uh-huh. wig. I was seeing for it because there are some girls out in the hood that love to put a little glitter right up in there. And... I love it. I love it for them. I love a disco moment because she was giving it. <laughs> I, listen, for, the, for those who I can't see it, Kevin just held up his drag her fan. So Listen, I'm, I'm not dragging her. I'm no, actually no, cel- no, I'm no. celebrating her because, listen, she has the beauty. She has, like, it's not like in your face comedy, but I think she's rather funny. Mm. Um, and she's just a cute girl. She's just a cute girl to me. I know her. Like it's like yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Like, I know that girl. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, she gives me. She gives me yeah. 
that's Keisha over there about to do the hopscotch. Like I, well, I, mean, I see her. She was up in her. She was up in her Best Buy gig selling listen, CDs. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, and, and she sure said, "You know what? Uh, I can't shade them oh. because they did let me come up in drag with my Bob." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "You know, I'm known for the Bob." Like, <laughs> it's like not Bob over here at the Best Buy. Um, but I I love Robin Fierce. I mm-hmm. love Anitra. Um, one more that I was not living for when I first saw it because I I watched it multiple times. Um, I actually like Mistress. Okay. Um, I I really appreciate that, even though. It was very southern. It, she's very southern in her way. Yeah. Like she will talk. She will talk cash shit about you, but she did help help one of the twins and was like, "Oh, you need to glue your wig down." Um, and also she just the way she came in on Untucked and how she was very it it gave me a human feel to her mm. what? that I didn't get at first. Well, and that's what I was saying to you guys at the, you know, at the end of the the show on Friday was that I'm looking for, you know, I'm looking for more than just a look or, you know, some stunts. I'm really looking for that. I'm really looking for that queen who, you know, she recognizes she's in a competition with you, but she's not going to let her sister go out on the stage looking any kind of way. And she's, yeah. gonna, you know, she's going to be the one that that's going to help you get it together before you, you know, you get out there so that you can shine in your, yeah. in your and, and so I, you know, I really, I really think that that, you know, that, that kind of stuff really speaks volumes mm-hmm. uh, about, about who you are. So yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I really enjoyed uh, Selena Estides. Um, <laughs> I just love her name, uh, Selena Estides. 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 Um, she. She's to say. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention it's very close to STDs, and I'm sure she meant that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Probably. Probably. I will say it's interesting. I, um, did you guys watch Pit Stop yet? I did. I did. Okay. So, and I also, I hopped on the the live Zoom with Bob and Monet yesterday when they started recording their review episode. And all of them are loving Mistress. Like there is, every single one of them is just like Mistress, Mistress, Mistress. And I'm like, It's because they know, they know that, they know that Southern uh, pageant girl. Like Mm. they know her. They know that type. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of love for her out there, which is, which is nice. So, yeah. So I've got a question for you guys. What do you guys think about? Um, I I've been kind of hearing some things on uh, online uh, about oh, the talent Lord. show, and people have been uh, people have been talking about how they feel like uh, the talent show should be more than just uh, you know just lip syncing uh, to a to a track. They they're looking for for more substance. What do you guys think? So to those people, I'd like to ask, what do they want from drag queens? Um, Are they asking them to bake cakes or (laughs) like, are they asking them to wrestle on stage or, you know, we got, we got people who chop wood um, and duck walk. So I appreciate that. And, but my thing is, this is like, do what you know how to do uh, because if you don't have the range for something, I suggest you don't do it because then you end up looking like Lucy LaDuca who was singing their their tune in front of one of the greatest voices of the Gen Z generation. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, I, that's, so what I, that's what I, I think. I'll say this. I, I I agree with a little bit of that sentiment because I'm definitely one of those people that when the talent episode comes on, if I see you walk out and you're immediately lip syncing, I'm kind of like been there, done that. Like everybody should be able to do a little bit of lip sync and a little bit of dancing 
So yeah. if that's all you're going to do, then you're probably going to fall into the middle of the road for me. You're not doing, you're not going out of your way to try something new. So you're not going to succeed. Or if you do and you fail, like we saw this week, you're going to end up in the bottom. So it's a really good way to be safe. And if yeah. you don't really have something to put out there like that, then I can see why you might choose that path because if you can do it at a basic level, you're probably going to be okay that week. Um, but again, like to Anitra's point, Anitra did that. She came out and she lip synced, but that duck walk was amazing. Her high kick, like she displayed things that were of talent right. in that metric. Yeah. So I'm like that I'm okay with, but there, yeah. I won't call them out, but there were a number of Queens this week that are probably on people's high end list that just lip synced and danced a little bit. And I do not remember what they did and I don't care because they just fall to the back of my brain. But yeah. I also want to say a lot of those queens were doing their own original song too. So like it yeah. showcased that they could write and oh, produce yeah. music or you know Lux, have some... again Lux's track was fire. Yeah. And Lux Lux's I mean that's what Lux did. They came out they they lip synced and they danced around but the Robin that Fierce, song that Rob, song was Robin, great and she, it's not it wasn't her song was no, it no no, no, no. It, was, yeah. it was not yeah. her song but the fact that we lived for the song and you know she did it to that level yeah even even me jacks jacks you know came out i don't i don't remember if jacks's song was original or not but um the, so. the jump but open, the hair like you did something i wasn't expecting the, yeah. look, the look was great so i think there's definitely ways to do it and make it your own and not fall to the middle yeah, uh, yeah. But again, there's 16 queens, and I probably only re remember five or six performances because they were really great or really bad, and everybody else is kind of like, meh. But to be fair, it's 16 queens. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Also, I, I, don't, I don't have that great of a lot. memory. No, so. it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. lot. Yeah. Um, are, th are there any particular, um, you, you know, the 15th season of Drag Race, we kind of know some of the things that are going to be coming up with some of the challenges. Are there any particular challenges you're looking forward to? And um, are there any particular queens because of what we saw this first episode that you think, man, I'm kind of looking forward to that episode to see how they do? I know I, I'm trying to think about like, obviously one of the big ones that I think of is um, the, why am I blanking the impersonation? You Snatch know. Game? Snatch game. I couldn't think yes. of Snatch. <laughs> Jeez. Woo. The Snatch Game. Um, I, I was trying to think about who I thought would really excel in the Snatch Game, but so much of the Snatch, the Snatch Game is about impersonation. Yeah. And I, I don't know that I saw anybody here today that I know can do that, that we didn't really cover that kind of ground on this episode. What do you I guys didn't think? see like a comment. I didn't see like, even though people said they were known for their comedy, which yeah. is great, I didn't see anybody who like, made me think oh they're gonna be funny right i think marcia's very funny but she can't do marcia on the snatch game she's already marcia so maybe she's gonna, gonna do jan maybe she'll do jan but like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that might be, be funny. fun that'd be funny um i think that oh my gosh i think what uh the stone amethyst i think amethyst might do a funny somebody yeah, I think she's got comedy chops. I mean, yeah. she had an idea this week that didn't really pan out, but yeah, she doesn't have timing. But like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, the backpack reveal was yeah, just way too early. But but the idea was there. Yeah, that's yeah. like okay, that could that could yeah. be funny. You got to work it out a little bit, but um, I think she's got comedic chops that could work out if she's got a good character to do. Yeah, I don't know, Kevin. What do you think? What what are some what are some things you're looking forward to? Uh well I think I think at the top of my list uh this this season and this cast because we really we really seem to have some entertainers um I would I would like to see uh the Rusical um mm. uh, certainly certainly the the girl groups uh the girl groups challenge that could be I mean. <laughs> That could be it. Like that. I usually it's 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 crazy because I feel like the girl group on the girl group side of things, we we have had some of the biz, biggest success in the franchise over in the UK, like with the with the girl group stuff. So I would uh, I you know I would love to see you know I love to see it come over here to the you know over here in the states and uh, 
and and for that to be you know pretty interesting but also i i just i don't know i i like a i like the 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 design challenges as well you know mm, yeah i i, I wonder if they're going <laughs> to I wonder if they're going to do it super early and and have all of those queens, you know, so Listen, many looks. I but told I, y'all, I want to do, I want a triple elimination. I want a triple <laughs> elimination. I want it so bad. And they can do it. They have enough queens sure. to say bye, girl, and still have like 15, 16 people. But like, <laughs> that's, you know, that's the one thing I think about with Irene leaving this week. It's like with 16 queens, you know they probably planned for at least 12-ish episodes to have like yeah. four people at the end. So 12 weeks, 12 looks, 12 challenges to prep for. And yeah. Irene's walking away with 11 looks and 11 ideas wow. that she is not going to put on. And I'm like, that's yeah. got to suck. That's that's the one thing about All-Star 7. Like when they came in and they, they stayed the whole time, they got to do all their different stuff and perform. Like I think about, man, if I'm a drag queen who's not famous yet and doesn't have that buck, and I planned out 12 weeks of stuff and I'm like the money. Yeah. The money, I, that's the... oh my gosh. I couldn't I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a little catty. I don't mean well, I I guess I do. Girl, own me. it. Own it. What? What but if what she had on this week for the runway is what we had to look forward to, I'm glad we don't have to see that. Well, I, I, I it wasn't bad. It just wasn't giving like anything oh i didn't i mean I it was know. giving ice water <laughs> <laughs> I, it truly I was think it, i think it's it i mean obviously it's so early to like really really get into her you know it, aesthetic really i think she uh i i think we we would have seen some very creative um some very creative things. And I, I will say I did watch what what you're packing um, with Michelle Visage. Um, okay. And uh, you know, they they do showcase some of the looks there. Um, and and Irene talked about uh, Irene talked about specifically uh, all of her looks were designed by local artists in Seattle. So, mm. uh, so I thought Aww. that that was, I thought that that was great. She, she definitely, she, she shot out, she shot out like a, a few names, uh, of the, of the garments that she had there, but she also said that she'll be, you know, uh, she'll be putting them up, uh, each week as well. Oh, she should. Before, oh, yeah. that's awesome. You know, so, I hope that all the Queens do that, that they like, I know we saw Lux Noir London with her. Um, runway look on Instagram mm -hmm. that yeah. it changed my mind about the whole outfit, but um, yeah, no, yeah, I thought I thought that was a great yeah. look for sure. Yeah, I I hope all the queens put their stuff on Instagram, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and the designers they deserve it, you know, to oh, to, yeah, to be, truly to be featured, you know. Um, so there's there's a few, I know Bob and Monet oftentimes will. Uh, you know, they will uh, shout out the designers of, yeah, of certain, if they can. you know, of certain folks. So um, it's it's good to it's good to support those folks as well. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I think we're going to take one last break and we're going to come back and let everybody know what we're living for. So be right back. Bye. Bye. All right, welcome back everybody to Cub and Chub. Cub Hi. And oh, quick shout out, Tim. We have a logo. We have yes. a new, we have a oh new my cover. God. I saw that. Yep. I posted it. It's so cute. It's so cute, Kevin. Uh, when you, when you hop, we hop, I posted it right before we hopped on here. So um, I want a special shout out to Nick Morelli. He thank um, you, Nikki. Got yeah. to meet him through my partner in crime is one of his friends from Buffalo, uh, just a really amazing cartoonist and artist in general. Um, and so he's actually made a, a cover art for me before for another uh, like piece of music I was writing. Um, so really, really cute. So we're going to start posting that everywhere. everywhere. Um, if you want to check Nick out, his Instagram handle is Nick underscore Morelli 33. That's N-I-C-K underscore M-O-R-E-L-L-I 33. 
Um, again, thank you, Nick, so much. We really love it. So thank you, Nick. Yay. <laughs> um, so Kevin, let me ask you, what's making you live this week? How are you doing? What's going on? Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm still kind of, I'm still kind of living on, you know, the, the new year, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 2023 whole, whole new year, new me, new, you know, new, I, you know, I, I think for me right now, I am, I, I, of course, I just moved into a, a new house, you know, Ooh. a few months ago. Oh, she's a I'm homeowner. Very, a homeowner, very baby. excited about. A millennial um, homeowner. Oh, oh the rarest. I've never seen nothing uh, like yeah. that. The rarest of the <laughs> gemstones. Oh. <laughs> so I, I really think I'm just living for, you know, just, just being in this moment, enjoying uh, enjoying this home, enjoying minding my business, uh, all the black ass variety. Doesn't um, it feel beautiful? <laughs> it feels fierce, Robin fierce. Um, <laughs> I, that's that's really like that's really it. Like I wake up and you know, like I don't have to worry about people above me or below me or Oof. either side of me. Just like it's just me and my dog and. So I'm just still really oh, living for that. So shout out to Roman. Hi, Roman. <laughs> Hi, Roman. We love Roman. We love we Roman. We do. We stand Roman. Tim, what about you? What's making you live this week? Well, I have not discussed with you guys, but oh. Um, oh. I um, we talked about music uh, last week mm-hmm. and how... Um, my voice is very nice. Um, very I am. Thank you. Um, I am taking vocal lessons. Hey. Yes. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I, I did. I did my first vocal uh, trial lesson on Wednesday. It was either Tuesday or Wednesday, mm-hmm. and it went really well. Um, I'm. I'm very, very scared. Uh, well, not scared. I, I'm just nervous and apprehensive about it. Um, but the one thing that he said was that even though I was nervous, I didn't let it stop me. And I really, I really had to pat myself on the back about that because a lot of times I do be nervous and I, I will let it stop me. So, um, yeah, so I'm living for vocal training and getting stronger in the new year. So. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. That is yes. great, nice. <laughs> Thank that's you. Awesome. And Mr. Bear, what oh. are you living for? So I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Uh, actually, this, mm-hmm. shortly after we wrap up this podcast, mm-hmm. I am going to go play dodgeball. <gasps> in, in a, okay. in a Modern day Stony. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to go <laughs> hang out. With the other <laughs> queers and go throw dodgeballs at each other. It's a Stonewall mm-hmm. Sports League here in okay. Richmond. So it's a queer uh, queer based league. And um, me and Tim did uh, a round of kickball with them a couple years ago. Yes, we got, did. Got to meet a bunch of people that uh, I would say are friends now and that are really, really nice, sweet people. So yeah. um, I'm going to go have balls thrown at me and yes. try to dodge them or catch them and and... Uh, get out of my comfort zone a little bit. So, listen, Marsha P. Johnson. Shout out to her. She threw that stone, uh, she threw that brick, and so now people Ooh, are throwing balls. So go Ooh. Stonewall. I love it. Wow, wow. And, and maybe you know, maybe stop, maybe stop off at CVS on the way home and get some icy hot. There you go, icy hot. Get that. Oh, uh, uh-uh. we don't do icy hot over here. <laughs> We're not, we are not that old. This we is 40. No. I don't know about that. Yeah. You she, will, you will so, know soon, baby. You will know so soon. So this is what I, this is what I do know. I did see on the internet that 35 is the new age to begin middle age. So oh. I am at the beginning of my middle of age. And mm. I will say that I'm enjoying it. Um, the shine on everything that I do and touch and see is mm. amazing. Mm. And I love both of y'all so much. So I'm so glad you're older than me so I can see what to do. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or okay. what not to do. Or what not to do in some writing. <laughs> I, lo- I love you both so much, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We're so I glad love you're you, here. Kevin. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. I love this podcast. I love listen even though like obviously even though like i know you guys so well it's it's so it's so great to like hear your perspectives on things and i like there are even like little things that like oh i never knew that about you or i didn't you know i didn't realize that so it's it's really great to uh to kind of hear that plus you know i i just I think the world of you guys. I hope this this whole experiment that you're doing, I hope it like grows and grows and grows and grows. You know, I would I would love to be back at any point. Um, yes. Uh, to talk about whatever and uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having me. Thank, well, thank you. you for coming. I love you so much. I know Bear does too. We love you. That's right. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much. Uh, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter at Cub and Chub. That's C U B A N D C U B. Oh no, I didn't spell that right at all. That's at Cub and Chub. C H U B A N D C U B. Cub and Chub. Oh wait, wait. I have one more. I have a shout out for my friend Missy. She loves our podcast. She was uh, raving about it, and I just want to tell you, I love you so much, and I miss you. And thank you so much for listening, everybody else. Thank you for listening to us. You don't have to, but you do. And I know you love it. So <laughs> that's right. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>